0: Hello you guys, happy Wednesday, happy Wednesday, welcome to the Arise in Truth podcast with me your host Myra Gonzalez and I am um, possibly a little late um, just bringing this podcast today. I tried to record on Wednesdays but there has been one distraction after the other in fact my neighbor was cutting his yard and I could hear the lawnmower. I could hear it so loud that I'm like okay it's it's definitely gonna be um it's gonna come out on the podcast if I can hear it through these through these walls so i am a little possibly a little bit late bringing today's podcast but i am here i am showing up and you guys holy spirit has been working over time to get my attention during the this season during this last week just so that i can bring this message to your eyes and to your ears um so just know that this message is coming straight from him it really is um so let's get started first with with a prayer. And you know, you guys know that I like to pray before I get started, just so that I could, so that I can invite Holy Spirit and I can invite His presence into this podcast and into um, wherever you're at, wherever you're listening to, from your car, from your from your room, from your kitchen, whatever it is, wherever you're at. So let's um, let's talk. Let's let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you, Lord, to thank you first and foremost for this day. Thank you, Father, for everything, Father, even for the distractions, even for the the struggle, even for the lateness, whatever it is, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you do for us, Father. I ask you, Father, in the name of your son Jesus, that you come into the into this broadcast, that you come into this podcast, into into the homes of those that are listening, Lord, that they, Father, that they are able to receive, Lord, this word that you have for them, that they are able to receive it, Father. Not, Father God, as a as a as a a way, Father God, for them to feel condemned, Father, but actually, Father, to bring conviction to those, Father God, that are maybe walking in this way, Father, that are needing, Lord, that are needing just a fresh measurement of you, Lord. So, I just ask you today, Lord, I just ask you for a fresh measurement of your grace, your love, your mercy, Father, for each and every one of us that are listening. Father God, I ask you, Holy Spirit, I invite you into this broadcast that I am simply your vessel, Father, giving this message, and I ask you, that you, Father God, that you bring your wisdom, your knowledge, Father, that it is you speaking through me, Lord. I thank you, I honor you, and I invite you once again, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen, and amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Okay, so today's topic is something that I, honestly, I really had to learn it the hard way. It is something that Holy Spirit taught me in 2016, and it really shook me. And if you guys remember, this is, um, this is, you know, part of my testimony was something that Holy Spirit really had to, had to come and bring to my awareness, had to come and bring to my life in um, 2016 and 17 um, to really shake me up, but in a good way. So, um, so let me get started. So I'm going to first start to talk about something. Um, I'm going to start talking about belief systems. And so, belief systems—the ones that you might currently have, or ones that you may that are maybe now in your past, like Um, mine—some that I was believing in, some that some that I was um, walking in. And so, and so, first, let's go to our semi-trusted Google, Um, and and what is what does it mean? What is a belief system? So, according to Google, it states that a belief system is a set of principles or tenets which together form the basis of a religion, philosophy or moral code so let me repeat that a set of principles that come together to form your religion philosophy or moral code so first I like to say that we are taught um, and eventually conditioned to think a certain way and these thoughts these thoughts become belief systems in our brain second I'll say that these belief systems actually create neuro Transmitters in your brain. I know, fascinating big word, right? But go Google it. Go Google ne- neurotransmitters. And these are basically these are these are thoughts. These are uh, belief system beliefs that 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 create these 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 lines these um kind of kind of like uh these um just these they they come they, they embed your 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 brain and they become belief systems so because once something becomes a belief system it's pretty ingrained in your brain it, and it even determines how you live your life the problem is that in some instances it also becomes hard to change it so you might ask but why like why? Why is it hard to change it? Well, because some of these belief systems are taught from a very early age, and what we learn as children are, are most often things we use forever, right? Like reading, math, um, you know, manners, basic survival skills, etc. So that means that for many of you, some of your beliefs on religion, philosophy, and moral code have been created have been created. Um, so, like over, you know, and they're creating these 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 neurotransmitters for over 10, 15, possibly even 30 years, especially when you continuously practice them. So thankfully, thankfully, they can be changed. But only the only way it can be changed is if you come to a place of surrender, awareness, and with Holy Spirit's help to God's truth. So but the bad news is that after you learn them, you sometimes never question them, question them again. You believe them to be facts and practice them over and over an extended period of time, which is why they become a belief system. Okay, so that was a lot, right? So what do outdated relig- religious philosophy and moral codes do for people? Mostly because some of these beliefs are outdated beliefs and have been fueled by a lie most people become spiritually blind to God's truth. So let me see. Let me say that again. Mostly because some of these belief systems are outdated beliefs, right? They've been there for a long time, and they most of them, some of them, not all of them, right? Obviously, not 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 like basic manners and things like that. They're not. Um, they're not those are not fueled by a lie but a lot a a lot of people a lot of us have been maybe influenced by someone else right by like your parents or by um sometimes even a pastor at church church or some 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 religion that you followed that your parents took you to or maybe you know something like that Um, but most people become spiritually blind to god's truth because most people do not read the bible themselves they do not take they there a lot of people are even afraid to read it right they're they're or they're, they they just say you know what i don't understand it but when they don't understand it then that's how we know that maybe somebody is spiritually blind and when we believe maybe these these um, this, when we believe these lies, when we believe these thoughts that may, that maybe come from other people, and not go and and, and test them out and not not read uh, not read what what actually God's truth says about it, then they become lies. And we all know, and God's word says that Satan is Satan is a liar, and he is the father of all lies, and that's according to John eight forty four. It says, when he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when we when we are, you know, just thinking about, okay, what am I believing? Is it a lie? You know, um, how can you check them? How can you cross check them? Well, do those lies, do they go against God's truth? And if they do, then this is what creates spiritual blindness. It creates spiritual blindness to God's truth. So many of you might be saying, "What? Like, no way!" <laughs> but I'm here to show you with biblical truth that this is indeed true. Why? Well, you know, in fact, the fact that this this causes spiritual blindness blindness I'm so I'm sorry also causes spiritual spiritually people to be spiritually dead. So. This is something that, we, um, that we, we don't often hear about. We don't often know about. In fact, I, you know, I was talking to someone the other day and, and she was sh- so shocked that God had at that very moment had revealed to her something that she had questions about for many, many years. And she was like, I, 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 nobody had ever explained it to me like this. And I said, yes, spiritual blindness is, is real. And so many people might be spiritually dead, which I talk about too, which means that they cannot hear from Holy Spirit compared to someone that is walking in the spirit. So basically they can hear in their natural, with their natural ears, but not in the spiritual. But today we're going to be talking about being spiritually blinded. And this is super dangerous, you guys, in my opinion. It's super dangerous because this is for people that might have already accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and are lukewarm or have become rebellious to God and to His truth. And that's why I, I feel like this is, although spiritual being spiritually dead is also very dangerous i think spiritually being spiritually blinded is is just you know it's it's more common and it's more um and it's more dangerous because a lot of christian people you guys a lot of christian people right now they're not making it to heaven they're not making it to heaven because we don't take the time to go and read god god's truth and so so how does this happen how does how does spiritual blindness happen well, there are many causes for spiritual blindness, such as Satan himself, right, the father of lies, pride, ignorance, following blind guides, and even caring what others think. So when people are spiritually blind, they can't see Christ because their, heart, their hearts are hardened, um, and they can't come to the, to the true knowledge of God's truth because they're blind, right? So, for example, everybody knows, almost everyone knows God is real. But people reject Him because, many people, because they love their sin, because they don't under, because of lack of knowledge, right? The Word of God says, my people are lost because of lack of knowledge. And some people, because they love their sin and because they come to accept their new belief and they, and they don't want to submit to God's truth, to what He wants us to do. And then Satan comes in the picture, right? And then Satan comes in the picture and blinds the minds of believers and unbelievers, or those whose, whose belief systems are so deep-rooted with lies in their mind that they that they won't come out, that they won't come to an, to the, the true understanding of truth. When someone is spiritually blind, they are actually separated from God, and they will continue to lie to themselves. Like, listen to that. They are separated from God. And they will continue to lie to themselves. With the lies, for example, like, God's not real, the Bible is fake, hell is fake, I'm a good person, Jesus was just a man, that's what you do, everybody is doing it, you know, etc., etc. So, how does someone come to a place of spiritual awareness and can clearly see God's truth? Well, a spiritually blind person might, must really cry out to God and really repent for many pride stops them pride stops people from seeking the truth and opening up their minds to god's truth some people even choose to remain ignorant because it's so hard to comprehend how that belief that you had that they had is a lie and and that perhaps many around around them have lied to them and are living in that place of spiritual blindness themselves so basically these are all uncomfortable truths, right? Like nobody wants to live being lied to by Satan. Like nobody. <laughs> so let's talk about some examples of spiritual blindness such as false religious religions. Many people in false religions like Catholicism, Mormonism, Islam, Jehovah Witness, etc. are spiritually blind in many areas because they reject a cle- clear as day passages found in God's word they really do reject. If you compare sometimes the holy bible to maybe a catholic bible, very different, very different. And many people continue to live in this lie not because they are inte- they aren't intelligent, but because they never question it again. Once they learn it and there's social acceptance around it like from friends and family, then in their mind it's got to be true. And they walk in that truth, quote unquote, because they believe it to be true. So another example of spiritual blindness is when you try to preach biblical, tr- biblical things to many, even lukewarm or false Christians, and they will still find excuses for their sin and their rebellion. I mean, you can give someone, you can give them scripture after scripture, but they will find anything that they can to keep and, and justify their sin. Like, have you ever wondered how you can continuously tell someone the gospel of Christ and they agree? with what you say but they never repent and they never really trust in Christ and still walk after that still walk in their sin and in their rebellion this is spiritual blindness so let's go back to John 8 let's start with let's with with verse 43 and go through 47 and this is what God's truth says and what Jesus tells the Jews who don't believe he is the son of God and explains their spiritual blindness and it reads Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, right? The devil, which is the father of all lies. And you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. For there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar and the truth and the father of all lies. Yet because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? If I am telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Again, that is John 8, 43-47. Ouch, right? Ouch. Imagine God, Jesus saying, the reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Okay, we'll talk about that more next week when we talk about being spiritually dead, okay? So also let's read 2 Corinthians 4, 3, and 5 and what the Apostle Paul told the people of Corinth. And he said, And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, right? Spiritually dead. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. Although the gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, those who are blinded, those, who, those whose minds, the, the minds of believers and unbelievers, they cannot see, you guys. They cannot see where their spiritual eyes and they cannot hear with their spiritual ears. So let's talk about you. What have you been spiritually blinded to that goes against God's truth? Sex before marriage and maybe the belief that, well, it's better to do that because that way you really know that's the person for you. Yes, I've been there. I was once there. How about divorce and the belief that if it doesn't work out, oh, well, we'll just get divorced. It's okay. It's probably better for us. Even those that are married, it's probably better for the kids, right? All these, these, uh, this belief system that is, that are not grounded in God's truth, that are grounded in lies. Also, what about homosexuality? The belief that it is not a sin because love is love right that is uh, that is a main one love is love and that is their defense right that is their defense for um for the sin of homosexuality when in 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 fact god's word says this or do you not know their wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of god do not be do not be deceived neither that neither the sexually immoral nor uh, idolaters nor adulterers nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10. Right here, it's plain as, plain as day, you guys, that the wrongdoers will, will not inherit the kingdom of God. They will not make it to heaven. This type of sin does not make it to heaven, right? So sex before marriage, divorce, adulterers, um, homosexuals. They will not inherit the kingdom of God unless they repent and they cry out to God for forgiveness. It's plain and simple. Unfortunately, not for many. Okay, so today examine your beliefs. What are you believing that goes against God's truth in your life, your religious beliefs, um, and even in your moral code? Like, what is it that you're believing that goes against God's truth? Okay. Okay, guys, that's it for today. But I want to share a quote that I read the other day, and it's and it really like really spoke volumes to me. And I hope it speaks volumes to you. And it says, quote unquote, the eyes and ears are useless when the mind is blind. When we're spiritually blinded, when we're when our mind is blinded with all the lies, and it doesn't matter if you if you can see and if you can hear. Because many, even those that are that are actually blind physically blinded can actually hear and they can actually understand better and comprehend better and their mind is actually more open and more and more aware than that than those that have eyes that hear and ears i'm sorry eyes that see and ears that hear so that is for today that is um episode six I'm excited to see what you guys think about this. This, um, this not. It's not a concept. This reality of spiritual blindness. And join me next week as we as we go into and dive into spiritually being spiritually dead and what that means. So. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you for joining me. I want to just say a little quick prayer for you so that you can leave off with this with this message, with this with this concept, with this, with this idea that it resonates with you and that God speaks volumes to your heart. So Heavenly Father, I come before you, Lord, to thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for delivering this message, Father, exactly the way you needed, needed it to be delivered. I thank you for joining us. I thank you for being here. And I thank you for those that are listening on the other side. That you be with them, that you help them, that you help them navigate through those belief systems, through, those, through that spiritual blindness that, has, that the enemy has brought into their lives, Lord. And I ask you today, Father, that you that you deliver them, Father, from this blindness, that you deliver them, Father, from these lies that have been told to many of us, Father, from from even from when we were young, Lord. I ask you, Father, that you begin to work in their hearts, work in their minds, open their spiritual eyes or spiritual ears, Father, to learn from you, to seek you and to thirst and hunger more of your word, Father, more of your truth, Lord. I thank you, Father, for being here. I honor you. I glorify you with this podcast, with this episode, with my life, and with everything that I have. I thank you. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Amen, guys. Well, Thank you. God bless you. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye.